So I was sitting outside just a little bit ago trying to decide what topic I wanted to talk about for this week's episode of the Sweet Empowerment Podcast. I had about five things swirling around in my head, but nothing was really taking root. And I was just starting to get kind of confused and, you know, literally thought about packing it up today and just saying, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make an episode today. And I thought, no, I know what this means. This means I just have to take a minute and get really clear, take a deep breath. So I sat outside on my chaise lounge, let the sun warm my body. I cleared my mind, listening to the wind through one of my palm trees, and I came up with my episode. And I decided that it's a super important episode. It's something that's kind of fresh in my mind right now because I've been speaking with a lot of clients about this recently, and I thought, "Mm, this is a really important one. I don't think I have an episode on this yet. So this week's episode is why a relationship exit interview is vitally important. First of all, let's talk about what an exit interview is for those of you that may not know. When you are in a job and you are let go, sometimes corporations do what's called an exit interview and they tell you why. They tell you what didn't work for the company or for the culture or where you went wrong or where your weaknesses were. Now, this can be, you know, it's supposed to be constructive criticism and a lot of people can't even take any kind of criticism, but those people that are willing to learn and grow, they're going to soak that up because it is so important that we look back on what we didn't do to the highest way that we could have in order to grow. So oftentimes when we break up with somebody, the first thing we do is jump on Match.com, jump on other dating websites. I don't know. I think there's plenty of fish and OkCupid and there's some other things out there. And I don't even know. Tinder, I think. (laughs) I don't even know what these things are. And we just want to fill that void really quickly. We just want somebody else to tell us we're okay. We just want to feel that love again. We just want to feel important. We just want to feel like we matter. We just want to feel like somebody loves us, for gosh sakes. Please, 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 somebody make me feel like I'm okay. So we skip this vital, 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 most important step of healing. And that is the exit interview. So often we want to put all of our blame on our ex. Now, granted, I'm going to give you this, you guys. Sometimes our exes can be, whoo, you know, try not to use cuss words here. Um, Gnarly. They can be bad people. They can be disrespectful and very harmful to us. And we just want to point at them because their piece of the equation is very, very obvious. It's like a big red beacon flashing going, you were with an a-hole. You were with a jerk. You were with a bitch. Guess what? That's fine that they had their piece of the equation and maybe their piece was heavier than your piece of the equation, but you still have your piece. And that's the piece that you are going to own, recognize, take radical responsibility for, and heal so that you don't take the same behavior into your next relationship. I know I've talked about this in past podcasts or episodes that we attract people from a certain level of energy. If we are the same level of energy we were, Going into the next relationship, as we were in the last relationship, we are going to attract the same type of dysfunction. It may look a little different, but unless we have deemed ourselves worthier or healed our piece of the equation, I guarantee you, 
It is not going to be a healthy relationship once it starts revealing itself. Initially, in the lust phase, in the excitement stage, in the dating stage, it's going to feel that way because two people are filling two people's voids. But in the long term, it's not. And it's going to be the same thing. So I am inviting everybody to please resist the urge to fill that void immediately and take some time to process through what your part of the equation was. To give you a personal example, I'm thinking of one of my relationships and he was a really heavy drinker and kind of a dirty drinker, gross kind of ew, and you know, sloppy and it just it took away from the you know sacredness of our union because I was dealing with the drunk uh he was a physically and emotionally abusive and later ended up being a cheater so you know these things were starting to reveal themselves along the way and you know everybody would rally around me going oh my gosh of course what a jerk you know I could stand on a soapbox today today and talk about this stuff and everybody would gather around me and agree with me that he was such a jerk right But is that doing me any good? That's not doing me any good because I can't change him. (laughs) There's nothing I can do about him. The only person I can change is me. And if I want to attract and create a different experience, a better and healthier experience, I got to look at what went wrong. What was my piece of this equation? So when I looked back, and actually I went through all of my past relationships, and I looked at my piece of the equation, and I realized what, it, what I was doing. Number one, accepting the unacceptable. I knew how to set a boundary. I'm vocal enough to set a boundary or to tell someone they're not being nice or doing something cool, but I couldn't maintain it. I was so afraid of losing the relationship. I was so afraid of being alone that I couldn't maintain it. I was also easily manipulated by being called names. I didn't have such a firm sense of self that the name calling, I was like, you know, that was kind of mean and sort of smarted a little bit. But no, you're not going to talk me out of holding this boundary with your bad behavior. Another thing that I did was I would question myself. I, You know, my soul, not my head, my heart and my soul were telling me something was wrong and this person would gaslight me, try to turn it around on me, or gaslighting means when someone tries to make you feel insane for what you are saying. And I would question myself and I would really kind of sink into that and be like, oh, maybe this is me. You know, maybe I'm just being too harsh. Maybe I'm not being understanding. Maybe, and yeah, 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 yeah. In hindsight, no, that wasn't it at all. I wasn't being harsh enough. I was being way too understanding. So that was another piece of my part of the equation. I had to look at me. So in order to attract and maintain a healthy relationship, to have a different experience, to get rid of these people of the past, we have got to heal ourselves. We've got to heal what's going on inside of us. Now, sometimes it's just about adjusting a few behaviors, but other times it's about doing some deeper healing work. Now, often this work is not that hard. It's really about awareness and bringing things up and finding a new and better belief or thought surrounding said problem area. What becomes the issue? is that the ego doesn't like it. And that guy is cunning and he's loud. So it is what you're going to listen to. And it's going to tell you, oh, no, no, no. 
it's him. It was her. It was this. It was that. No, you're fine. You're you're such an angel. You put up with that person for so long because you're so kind and generous and thoughtful and loving. And he was so lucky to have you for as long as he did. Pisha, poo-poo on that. No, that's the ego trying to talk you out of your stuff. Put your ego aside and ask yourself, what was my piece of the equation? Maybe you were the the cheater or the drinker or the abuser or selfish or the liar or whatever it is. And I'm not judging you if you were because I'm not judging your human experience, guys. This is not about judgment. This is not about you awful person you. This is about, dang, you know, I got this pattern. I got a pattern here. Whether it's a really gnarly, ugly pattern, or if it's just a disempowered pattern, whatever it might be, it is a pattern. And that pattern is going to set you free. It is going to help you attract and maintain a healthy relationship in your future. I'm imploring you to resist the urge to feel, fill the void immediately. So many times people have broken up with someone five minutes ago and they're already on Match.com trying to fill that void. Guys, recipe for disaster. Yeah, you might attract in that initial lusty, happy, goo-goo-gaga phase. And unless you really do the work, you're not going to notice your red flags. You're not going to notice your repeating patterns. Let me say that again. Unless you do the work on yourself, you are not going to notice the red flags and you are not going to notice the repeating patterns. I'm making this episode for you guys today because I care about you. I have always been one of those people that just care about everybody's experience. And when I learned that I didn't have to suffer anymore, when I learned that I was hurting myself, when I learned that there was a way out of this, I was driven to share this with the world. I sat down and I wrote a book. Who knew I was going to write a book? That was not in my plan. I wrote an outline and next thing you know, it was a book. Next thing you know, it was a published book. And and now I'm out in the world teaching it with all this other stuff going on. So if you, at the very least, have not purchased that book, you can find it on my website at sweetempowerment.com under my book tab. It is the nine modules. I don't call it steps because they were not in order. It's nine modules, nine pieces of myself that I healed my psyche and my heart in order to be able to reclaim my personal power and to honor myself and respect myself in relationships. It literally changed my life. So many books out there talk about theory. Oh, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing that. It's all great to know why we're doing it, but how do we get out of it? How do we stop it? My book is the how-to. That's why it's called From Doormat to Sweet Empowerment. So quick recap. Exit interview, vitally important. Why? Because we have to take the blame off the other person. They are a part of the percent of the problem, but we have our part of the problem. We can't change their piece. We can only change our piece. Number two, stop victim mentality. Sitting there in righteousness, blaming your person for what they did. Yeah, they had their piece, absolutely. But you can't change them. And it's not going to do you any good. Take radical responsibility for your peace. Get off the blame game and start going inward and discovering what it is about you. And number three, release the need to fill the void immediately. Take some time for yourself. 
out there in the world, people talk about dating yourself. I don't, you know, dating yourself to me, I'm sorry, I don't mean to disclaim all these people out there, but I don't, yeah, there's things you should do for yourself, but this is really about nurturing yourself. This is really about healing yourself. This is about taking care of yourself on the deepest level. And yes, dating yourself, taking yourself out or giving yourself a nice bath or what have you, those things are fabulous too, but let's do it all. Let's heal ourselves. Let's nurture ourselves. Let's love that little that little girl or little boy inside that was hurt and thought they had to take accept this crappy behavior from people outside of themselves. That's over with. No more. We're done with that. It's time to reclaim your personal power so that you can attract and create and maintain healthy relationships and the fantastic life that you've been craving all along. And if you are not yet really sure what a healthy relationship looks like or you have your ideas and it keeps falling short, I invite you to go to my website at sweetempowerment.com and I am offering a free mini book called 10 Myths About Healthy Relationships. And what that's about is people oftentimes have these these thoughts and beliefs about what a healthy relationship is and when their relationship falls short of that, they think it's unhealthy and they're all up in arms or they divorce their partner or leave their partner or break up and try to find someone else looking for perfection. This re- this mini ebook is going to dispel some of the myths you might have about what a healthy relationship is and maybe some of you out there will go, hey, we're actually doing pretty darn good. Also, I'd super appreciate if you guys would jump on iTunes and leave me a five-star rating and a little review. I love, love, love to hear from you guys. It's so awesome. It just, you're my muse. It just ignites me and keeps me going, and I love it so much. Plus, you're helping me because the more ratings and reviews a podcast has, the higher up it goes in the search engines on iTunes. I would super, super appreciate that, you guys. And until next time, remember, you've always had the power inside of you. You just forgot. Much love.